Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Well, as you can tell, I've been living a whole lot at all of these New Year retreats. Group two just, uh, we sent them home yesterday, and wow, what an amazing five days we had together. And now my voice is like, all right, girl, we're going to take a break for a couple days before group three arrives. So uh, yeah, it's still me. I promise it's still Pamela. I just have that post-retreat voice going on. Lots of living has been happening. I have a really special devotional for you today. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Praying Ridiculous Prayers. Mm, It is time to pray some ridiculous prayers. Today is actually one of my favorite days of the year, January 18th. It's the day Lonnie and I celebrate our anniversary. But it's not our wedding anniversary. It's our becoming a couple anniversary. 32 years ago today, on this day in 1991, with my big old poofy bangs and him with stripes shaved into the side of his head. For those of you that have met Lonnie at a retreat, you're like, wait, Lonnie had stripes shaved into the side of his head? He sure did. Oh my goodness. (laughs) 32 years ago today, we became the Lonnie and Pamela duo. He asked me out. I said yes, and then uh, that was all followed with the biggest kiss of my life. Yeah, I was 15, and I'm pretty sure I fell in love right then and there. I share this with you this morning to tell you how God hears our prayers, how He delights in our prayers, and He moves in mighty ways. It all began for me the summer before, the summer of 1990, when I suppose I had officially exhausted the short list of boys in our tiny town and had either dated them all or was related to them. So what's a desperate girl to do but turn to God? I prayed a very specific prayer. God Please bring new boys to my school. That was my prayer the summer of 1990. Now, I didn't know it, but about this time, a family was uprooting from Dallas, Texas and setting out in a U-Haul to find a fresh start. And they just happened to come across a small farm for sale in the tiny town of little old Ava, Missouri, and buy it. No other reason for them to be in Ava. No family, no connections, weren't even aware of the town. They just found this little farm for sale. It fit their budget, and they bought it. And Ava just happened to be the school where a young girl with big poofy bangs was praying for a new boy to come to town. Now, what's important to know here 
and applicable to you, whether you're 15 and looking for a boyfriend or 30 and hoping for a husband or 50 and tired of yours, pray about it. Not just about a man, but about everything. Pray about it. Why would we ever choose to worry about it instead? Why would we turn to our best friend and complain about it instead of turning to the one who can actually do something about it? Why would we post on Facebook and ask the world for input when we can ask the one who created the world for input? Have you prayed about it? Psalm 5, verse 3. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait in expectation. Meaning, I wake up and the first thing I do is I talk to God about it. He is my first resort, not my last resort. Why do we treat praying about it like the least we can do when it's really the best we can do? Did you know this morning I talked to God about you? Seriously, I did. On my knees, I asked for your healing. I prayed for these circumstances that you're in right now to change. I prayed that the fear inside of you would flee. I prayed for healing and breakthrough that would happen for you today. I prayed for miracles over your life. I prayed for restoration and revival in Jesus' name. And while my prayer for you may not seem to carry much weight, I'm beginning to understand it's greater than anything else I could have possibly done. It's greater than me being able to sit down and have lunch with you today. It's greater than me showing up at your door with a new car. It's greater than me giving you the best advice you've ever received. I talked to the Almighty about you and it's the best I could possibly do. Power is unleashed and directed to you in that moment. Divine alignments are being arranged. Doors are being opened. Impossible things are being declared possible simply because the request has been laid before God on your behalf. Now, sis, start laying down those requests every morning and watch things change in your life. Watch the tides turn. Watch breakthroughs happen. Receive your answers. Be guided and directed as never before. Praying is the best thing you can do. So do it first. And then like the scripture says, when you've prayed about it, wait in expectation. That's what it says. Wait in expectation. What does this mean? It means knowing that God is moving. From the moment you brought him your request, divine power has been allocated in that direction. I prayed over you this morning and I have no doubt God is in action as a result. 
Psalm 56, verse 9. And I'm going to read this one from the Passion Translation today. Check this out. It says, The very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. The tides of your battles are turning. Enemies are fleeing. I am certain because I asked. Now, why aren't you asking? If you've asked, why are you allowing the weight to discourage you? You must place every detail in the mighty hands of God. You must fully trust his timing. Honey, just because you're still waiting doesn't mean God isn't working on your behalf. Don't allow the weight to steal your expectation of God's movement in your life. If you've asked, he is answering. He is. If you've laid it at his feet, he is picking it up. If you've surrendered it to him, he is preparing a victory. You cannot see what God can see. You cannot possibly anticipate what God has planned for eternity. Therefore, today's answers do not always make sense to our limited vision. But we can trust that he turns tides when we make our requests. I truly believe that my prayer as a 15-year-old girl moved an entire family. I believe God is so incredibly sweet to turn tides and make crazy things happen for those who will boldly ask him. So my sister, go ahead and ask him and expect him to answer. Daniel 9 verse 18, we do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. You see, when I prayed that prayer asking for God to bring a new boy to my school, I hadn't even had an encounter with Jesus yet. I didn't even know who he was. I didn't attend church. I'd never really read my Bible. I had no clue about this God that I was talking to or how exactly to talk to him. I was totally unrighteous. But God doesn't answer our prayers because we are righteous. He answers because of his great mercy. God was just merciful. You can stop trying to clean yourself up before you talk to God. He's waiting on you as is. This isn't about you deserving God's blessings. You will always fall short on that scale. This is about a loving heavenly father who cares about every detail of your life, about a creator who takes delight in you. When I prayed that prayer, I didn't really expect a family to be packing up in a U-Haul and heading my way. I believed God, but my unbelief was bigger than my belief. (laughs) So can God answer the prayers of a little faith? Or does it require big mountain moving kind of faith? Well, in Mark chapter 9, we read the honest confession of a man whose son was demon possessed and he begged Jesus for healing of his son. But when asked about his faith, he confessed 
Jesus, I, I do believe, but help me to overcome my unbelief, which means I believe it, but it doesn't make sense to me. I believe it, but I'm questioning. I believe it, but I'm still holding back. This man wasn't fully convinced that Jesus had the power to save his son. He wasn't sure that he was asking Jesus right. He wasn't even sure that Jesus cared enough to do anything. But he asked anyway. And do you know how that story ends? His son was healed. He didn't have the right way to ask. He didn't have the perfect faith, but he asked and Jesus answered. You may not fully know if God wants to answer your prayer or how he would answer your prayer, but I encourage you, just go ahead and pray anyway. All you need is a tiny bit of faith. Remember, faith the size of a mustard seed moves mountains. You may feel discouraged because you've prayed before and nothing happened. Where are my girls at? You have prayed and you have prayed and nothing has happened. And so you feel discouraged and that's a fair feeling. You think nothing happened when you prayed last time, but you really have no idea Everything God did in response to your prayers last time. You think nothing happened, but honey, you don't have any idea of the seeds that were planted as a result of that prayer or the demons that were halted because of that prayer. You didn't even see anything happen, but you have no idea of all God did just because you prayed last time. You just don't know. So now go ahead and ask again. I dare you to ask again. Pray with a tiny bit of faith and a whole load of questions still unanswered. Pray scared. Pray uncertain. Pray before you clean yourself up. Pray and trust him with the details and the timing. Pray not because you are righteous. I promise you're not. But because he is merciful. And I promise he is. So let's go back one more time to that scripture for today that I think is so powerful. In the morning, oh Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, it says it twice, guys. In the morning, that's, that's, we should be starting our day with prayer. In the morning, I lay my requests before you. You know what that tells me? That tells me of the posture of our prayer. Get on your knees, lay it before God. And then I wait in expectation. I expect God to do impossible things on my behalf. I, when I pray it, I expect God is moving. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. All right. Are you ready to pray? Come on, let's pray together this morning. Hey, God, good morning. God, we thank you so much for this new day of life that you have given us. I thank you, God, that we can come to you and we can talk to you and we can pray and we can ask and we can really, really trust that you are moving, you are responding, you are in action because we have asked you. So God, we come to you once again and we ask you 
to change some circumstances, to heal, to restore, to revive. Lord, we pray for miracles. We pray for healing. We do pray for breakthrough. We ask for these things in the name of Jesus. And we trust that you are responding right now, God. And we have an expectation that you are going to move in our lives. We expect it. We anticipate it. We trust your timing. We trust the details, even when we don't see them, God. We trust you. I pray for the ones who are discouraged. I pray for the ones who feel like they've prayed before and nothing has happened. Lord, I just pray that you would give them glimpses of what you've been working on for them, of all you have done in response to their previous prayers. And I pray that they would just come to you once again and lay it at your feet. And I pray that you would move on their behalf, God. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for answering, not because we are righteous, but because you are filled with mercy towards us. Thank you for that mercy. Lord, I pray for each family listening right now. God, I pray for marriages. I pray for homes. I pray for finances. I pray for our children. Lord, I I just pray, God, for breakthroughs. I pray for changes. Lord, I ask that you would provide exactly what is needed for today. I ask for protection over us and our families. And I thank you so much. You're so good to us. And we're so grateful. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here with me today. I love you wildly. I hope you have a fantastic day of life. And I plan on meeting you here tomorrow with maybe a little bit more voice. (laughs) Okay, have a great day. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.